Welcome to the Relatable Finance Podcast. Here are your hosts, Joseph Carl and Shane Phillips. Welcome to today's episode of Relatable Finance. Today's episode, along with all episodes, is brought to you by Provenance Wealth Advisors, a financial planning and investment firm headquartered in South Florida. The topic of today's podcast is based around various studies done throughout the years that look at the connection between income and happiness in life. Different studies divide happiness into different groups, but some of the ones we reviewed divided it between life satisfaction and emotional well-being. Many of these studies connect the rising income, at least up to a certain level, to increasing overall life happiness. At a certain level per the studies, the additional happiness income creates either slows down, decreasing marginal utility if you took Econ 101, or starts to potentially have a negative effect in certain areas. But these are just some of the studies, as other studies have made links to some of the happiest people in the world being some of the poorest. Wow, what a powerful topic, Shane, and something I think we all need to hear about and be reminded of. It can be human nature to chase that money, but that money doesn't necessarily make you happier. And in many cases, chasing money can be bad for you. In reality, there should be a balance between having sufficient money to meet your basic needs and focusing too much on attaining material wealth. So we thought we'd spend some time talking about ideas on how we can strike that balance. So let's get into one of these studies a little bit more. One study from 2018 that was done globally came up with $95,000 a year of income for an individual to reach the tip of life satisfaction. And in the same study, it was actually $105,000 in the US. Whereas a lower level of income brought emotional well-being, somewhere in the 60 dollars to $75,000 range. Compare both of these to the average wage for a full-time wage or salary worker in the U.S. at the time of the study, which was under $60,000. And that was for those who had a job, not even including those who were unemployed. The differing numbers make sense to me, and we also need to take into consideration that in different places of the country, the cost of living can vary, but the point remains. I can easily see some of the most worrisome and essential parts of life being tied into emotional well-being, shelter, health care, food. And reaching this baseline level can provide a baseline level of happiness. But for many, it's human nature to want more than just the bare necessities. The higher number, which was 105000 in the U.S., would likely tie into those things as well, but maybe a step or two above. Maybe shelter that is more comfortable or has more space. Proper health care to not only cure ailments, but also prevent future ailments. And food. I think this is one that has become rather obvious over the years. Cheap food tends to not be as healthy. Most of the time, healthier, fresher food comes with a larger and larger cost. Food is a big one. Take one step into Whole Foods and you will notice a difference. This is even more important recently as a lot of the recent surges in food inflation has created increased cost to all, but more so to the lower income levels where food costs are likely a larger part of their budget. So you may be wondering why we are talking about this today. We work with money all day, every day, and we see firsthand that money affects people. In a lot of cases, money can create what appears to be a good life. But in some cases, money can create problems. And we see that often as well. And this always reminds me of the hit song from Puff Daddy, Mo Money, Mo Problems. But if we take the levels of income Shane just went through as a baseline, let's discuss some simple tips to gain life satisfaction and emotional well-being. Tip number one. Eliminate stupid mistakes, or in many cases, that comes from failing to plan. I think we have all had these situations. Buy tickets for a concert, and then realize you got them from a weird website that never sent them to you. 
and now you have to pay double for tickets 10 minutes before the concert. Or forget to go to the grocery store, it's late at night, and all of a sudden a 40 pizza from Uber Eats sounds great. Those $40 pizzas can add up. Or knowing you're traveling for the holidays, but don't look for plane tickets until the week before. Happens to me more than I care to admit. But these are simple things we can work to eliminate. Tip two, take advantage of the things you have access to. 401ks, 401k matches, HSA accounts, free gym benefits through work. I'm sure we can all think of a lot of areas where we have information or services available that we just don't take advantage of. Tip three, cheap is often considered a bad term, whereas frugal can create real wealth a little bit at a time. Try to be frugal when possible and choose wisely where you spend a little more lavishly. We're all different with our spending habits, but saving a little, a lot of times, can really create long-term value. Tip four, invest money will help you make money without having to work longer hours or numerous jobs. But the more you can save and invest will only provide greater leverage. For example, if the stock market has an excellent 10 years and you make 10% a year, an original investment of $100 a year for a total of $1,000 would eventually be worth $1,750, which is amazing. But what if you save an extra $100 a year? You would now have invested $2,000, but would have grown to $3,500. So you essentially make that $750 gain into a $1,500 gain. This is a small change in your monthly budget, but it can result in big gains long term. Tip number five is invest in yourself. Whether that is paying $50 a month for a gym membership that you will actually use, or taking the night class or certification class that can increase your earning potential. Investing in yourself is likely to be something you will not regret doing. Lastly, tip number six, one word, or actually three, create a budget. Know what you make and where it goes. Budgeting sounds incredibly boring, but the point of doing so is that it allows you to see where your money is going and ultimately allows you to make better financial decisions. The best businesses in the world budget so you can too. And relating this back to our topic today, Budgeting can allow you to see that you have enough money and where you are spending it, providing peace of mind. To recap our episode today, happiness, wealth, emotional well-being, saving. Maybe not always words we would combine in the same thought process, but it is something we deal with all the time. Money can have a big influence on your happiness at times. As we have discussed, it is often the little things that can be done easily and add up to create great outcomes. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Relatable Finance. If you have any questions, please email us at podcast at provwealth.com or check out our website, relatablefinancepodcast.com. Provenance Wealth Advisors is not a registered broker-dealer and is independent of Raymond James Financial Services, Inc. Securities are offered through Raymond James Financial Services, Inc., member FINRA SIPC. Investment advisory services are offered through Provenance Wealth Advisors and Raymond James Financial Services Advisors, Inc. Any opinions are those of Relatable Finance Podcast and PWA and not necessarily those of Raymond James. The information contained in this report does not purport to be a complete description of the securities, markets, or developments referred to in this material. There is no assurance that any of the trends mentioned will continue or forecasts will occur. The information has been obtained from sources considered to be reliable, but Raymond James does not guarantee that the foregoing material is accurate or complete. Any information is not a complete summary or statement of all available data necessary for making an investment decision. and does not constitute a recommendation. Investment involves risk and you may incur a profit or loss regardless of strategy selected. 
diversification, and asset allocation do not ensure a profit or protect against a loss. Investing involves risk and investors may incur a profit or loss. Raymond James does not provide tax or legal services. Please discuss these matters with the appropriate professional. Past performance does not guarantee future results. Future investment performance cannot be guaranteed and investment yields will fluctuate with market conditions. Any examples given in the podcast are for illustration purposes only. Actual investor results will vary.